The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. U.S. interest rates are on the rise, and so are worries about sluggish economic growth ahead. As a result, ETFs linked to growth stocks have been huge underperformers thus far in 2022. But that still hasn't dampered enthusiasm for growth investing and growth-focused ETFs like the Triple Qs, which continue to vacuum in assets. On today's ETF battles, we've got a triple header between three actively managed equity ETFs. It's ARC versus Fidelity versus Advisor Shares. Who wins the battle? Stick around. A cordial welcome to all. You're watching ETF Battles, and I'm Rhonda Leggy. Season three of our program is in full swing. And if it's your first time here, hit the subscribe button. And uh, if there's a certain ETF battle that you'd like to see, Send us your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we pick your matchup, you win your choice of an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. Be sure to visit the description section below. Sign up for my weekly newsletter, plus lots of other goodies, including our most popular online class at ETF Guide this year with the title Profit During Crashing Markets, a step-by-step -step guide. You'll learn all about inverse ETFs for protecting and growing your portfolio when markets are declining. Now, today's triple header is between the ARK Innovation ETF, ticker RK, the Fidelity Blue Chip Growth ETF, ticker FBCG, and the Advisor Shares Gerber Kawasaki ETF, ticker symbol GK. Now, today's matchup was requested by Naveen D, and we threw in ticker symbol FBCG for dessert on today's Growth ETF Barbecue. Judging today's contest, we've got Cynthia Murphy with ETF Think Tank and David Durking with TheStreet.com. David is making his debut as an ETF Battles judge. So warm welcome to you, David and Cynthia. Good to see both of you. Hey, Ron. Thanks for having me back. Hi, Ron. Good to talk to you. So we've got our four battle categories for today's showdown, which are cost, exposure strategy, performance, and then our mystery category. That mystery, by the way, is where you can pick your single factor or multiple factors for today's program that you think are specifically pertinent and meaningful to today's showdown. And at the end of the program, we're going to declare an overall battle winner. Keep in mind, none of the outcomes on ETF battles are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of the judges. My scorecard is ready. Let's kick things off with the first category, cost. Cynthia, you're up. Get us started. All right. I mean, this is a little bit an easy one. It ha the winner in cost is the Fidelity Fund FBCG. It costs 59 basis points in expense ratio. 
much cheaper than the other two. Of course, you know, expense ratio is just one part of the cost. And, um, you know, if you're really looking at liquidity as part of that uh, equation, somehow you want to get in and out. RKK has 10 times as many outstanding shares as FBCG. So if that impacts you, then FBCG is not the winner here for you. But I, I go with FBCG, 59 basis points. That's a strong start. Thank you, Cynthia. David, you're next. How do you see it? Yeah, she she laid out most of the most of the data just fine. Uh, FBCG is the low cost leader at fifty nine basis points on the expense ratio. Uh, I agree with what she said on the spread. Uh, the RK ETF trades at a spread of about three basis points. Fidelity uh, is about somewhere between ten and twenty basis points. So if you want to add those two numbers together, uh, it's roughly the same. Um, the tiebreaker for me is liquidity. Uh, RK is much larger than Fidelity. Uh, Fidelity has a little under 400 million. RK is still above 10 billion. I think if you're a frequent trader, you probably want to lead towards uh, RK. If you're a buy and hold investor, I think it's kind of a toss up. I'm actually going to give the uh, I'm going to give the nod to RK based on total cost and higher liquidity. Thank you very much, David. Our next category is exposure strategy. So, David, you're still up. Break it down for us. Yeah, I think we all know what uh, what ArtK does. It's focused on disruptive inter- innovation. So it's a lot of high-tech, fast-growth companies that are still getting established. So you've got the focus on genomics and robotics and fintech and things like that. Gerber Kawasaki takes kind of a similar strategy. It focuses on fintech and what it calls transformational changes, but it'll also include some of those uh, next-gen economy uh, segments of the market. So you've got cannabis, you've got online gaming, and you've got uh, climate change and things like that. So it's a little more broad-based. The Fidelity Fund really is more of a well-established mega cap growth type oriented fund. So uh, if you look at the top 10 holdings, it's, you know, it's Apple, it's Amazon, it's Alphabet, it's Facebook, it's Tesla. So it really looks a lot like uh, the S&P 500 or even the QQQ. So it's kind of the outlier between the two. Uh, Gerber Kawasaki is a little bit of a smaller fund, but I kind of like the diversity between uh, the uh, the fintech, the tech side, as well as the evolving consumer side. So I'm I'm going to make it a close call, but I'm going to give it to GK on that one. Thank you, David. Cynthia, how do you see it in terms of exposure strategy? Which of these ETFs stands out to you? I don't disagree with anything Dave said. Uh, in fact, I agree a hundred percent. But I actually I'm going to give it to RK uh, just to stir up the pot because it's fun. <laughs> um, I. There's something I think growth today comes in so many flavors and you can go from such a broad spectrum of like, you know, your blue chip, your big names, your your old established names to the most cutting edge, super small cap, super risky names. And so there's just something about RK that is super concentrated, has like 33 stocks in there, uh, lots of conviction. So there's something about it that I, you know exactly what you're getting in this one. Should this be your core holding in a growth sleeve of your portfolio? No. I mean, it's super risky. It's super concentrated. But there's an element of you know exactly what you're getting into that I really like. So I'm giving it to RK. Thank you, Cynthia. I've got you down for RK. That takes us next to performance. This is where it really gets interesting. Cynthia, give us your analysis. 
Yeah, in this category, I don't think there's a clear winner as much as there's an absolutely clear loser, which is RK. So it, it, year to date, the fund is down like 40%. If you look at 12 months, the fund is down 56%. So it is really taking a hard beating. By comparison, FBCG and GK year to date are only down about 22%, so half as bad. And uh, so the clear loser here is RK. Um, if we're looking for a winner, I'd have to look at least at a 12-month uh, period. Year-to-date is really not going to give us much. And then the winner would be, in that case, FBCG, because it's only down 8% over 12 months versus 18 and 56 for our case. So it's lost the least uh, in the last 12 months, so FBCG. David, how do you see it in terms of performance? Well, it, it's a little funny. Cynthia called Art K the clear loser. I'm going to come to its defense here, actually. Uh, GK is, is the newer fund here. It just started in July. So there's not much of a performance uh, track record to look at where all three of them are concerned. If you go back to that inception date for GK, uh, both Fidelity and the Gerber fund are down about 14%. RK is down about 50%. We, we know how that fund is done. Uh, beyond that, we don't have a long track record to go off of with those funds. If you want to go back to uh, the Fidelity Blue Chip Growth Mutual Fund uh, to kind of get a longer track record, that fund has obviously done very well over the long term. Uh, I can't get over the fact that the five-year average annual return on RK is still like 20%. I think the since inception return is still over 20%, even though uh, everything that's happened over the last year or so. I agree with everything Cynthia said. I'm going to give the narrow nod to RK here based on long-term track record, though. Well, that's solid analysis. And wow, that stat really amazes me. The fact that we still got double-digit gains for RK, despite the fact that it's just been absolutely clobbered as of late. That takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick a single factor or multiple factors that they think are key to today's triple header. So, David, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah, my mystery category is going to be short-term recession risk. And what I mean by that is we know that the Fed just raised interest rates for the first time since before the pandemic. They indicated that they're likely to do it six more times here before the end of the year. So we know interest rates are going to be going up. Uh, let's assume that that scenario plays out. We also know that the U.S. economy is slowing, perhaps even rapidly. Um, we're kind of jumping into an unknown period here. We haven't really had a period where the Fed is raising rates aggressively into a slowing growth cycle. And to me, that means that recession risk over the next 12 to 24 months is probably going to be pretty high. In that case, I think you want to take a look at how you're, you want your portfolio positioned in that type of an environment. Uh, if we're headed towards recession, high-risk assets fall out of favor. You kind of know what's going to happen with ARC. It's probably going to get hit hard. GK is kind of a similar scenario. It has uh, it has a lot of overlap as far as the types of companies that invest in. So I think you have to assume that that one will probably uh, decline as well. FBCG is really more your standard kind of mega cap tech and growth fund. It looks, again, a lot like the S&P 500 and the, the top of the QQQ. So that's full of a little more well-established, uh, mature, I'll say cash-rich kind of companies. And I think 
in an environment like that, you want to be a little more defensively positioned. So in that case, I think FBCG does a better job in that case. So I will give the nod to that fund. Thank you, David. I got you down for FBCG for the mystery battle category. We shift to Cynthia. How do you, you see it in terms of your mystery battle category? What is it and who wins it? I wish I had gone first because now mine is going to look super lame. That was like impressive. <laughs> okay, so either I just go with whatever he said, yes, or uh, I was actually going to go something just a little different. I was going to go with mandates. Um, I really like GK's mandate, just this idea of disruptive growth, but that is a little bit broader than what RK brings to the table. So it's a portfolio that can own all this disruptive tech names that are clubs, but also you can have cannabis stocks in there and you can have pet wellness names in there. So it's a little bit of a broader mandate because it's really picking disruptive growth in what they call kind of their macro trends. Uh, so it's a little bit more thematic in that respect. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, but I also think to, to David's point earlier, it's a bit untested. It's a brand new fund. So, uh, you know, is it a winner? I We have no idea yet, but I just like this idea of you can have disruptive growth, but you maybe don't have to go off the deep end into something like RK. Maybe you can just take one step back and be a little bit broader with some really interesting disruptive names that aren't your blue chips, that aren't your well-established. It probably would get clobbered in a recession, so I uh, can't argue there, but I'd go with GK. Thank you, Cynthia. Now we shift to the part of the program where our judges give us their overall battle winner. And my scorecard, just so you know, is all over the place. So this is going to be an exciting and thrilling end that I have no idea how this is going to turn out. So, Cynthia, who is your overall battle winner? Listen, I do not envy your job today, Ron, because I have no idea who the winner is here. It really is. Do you want blue chips and some security? Do you want a full-on conviction? And you go with arcade, do you want a more middle of the road, untested approach that tiptoes both sides? Uh, can't, if we can go split three ways, let's go split three ways. This is definitely not a one size fits all growth uh, ETF battle at all. These are very different products. Um, I would say maybe the difference here is I'm a big believer in transparency. So I think ARC has what they call radical transparency for a reason. There's so much research, so much work they do into educating investors into exactly their thought process, what goes into the portfolio. So why not? So I'm going to give it to RK just to make your job a little bit easier. Thank you, Cynthia, for doing that. And uh, David, your final chance to weigh in with your overall winner. Yeah, well, the first time I think we're going to agree on something here. I, I was going to go with RK as well. Uh, the way I look at it, GK, I like the way that the fund is set up. I like that it goes after uh, kind of that disruptive innovation theme, but it does it across both tech and on the uh, consumer side of things. What I don't like is it's still kind of new and untested, so I'd be a little nervous to jump into it. FBCG is kind of the, the known quantity. Um, Again, it looks a lot like your kind of generic large cap growth fund. Uh, and in that case, I think you probably are better off with just, you know, a Vanguard index type fund, which charges less than 10 basis points instead of paying 59 basis points for what essentially looks like the same thing. 
with Arc, I, I agree that it, you're, it's kind of, you know what you're getting. You're going for the home run potential here. It's really kind of a truly unique product. Uh, it's still has a good long-term track record, but uh, you got to be willing to stick with it for the long-term because the highs are going to be high and the lows are going to be low. But uh, in that case, I am going to give the nod to Arc K and call that the winner. Well, our judges have spoken, and according to my battle score to her, today's winner is Arc K. And we really didn't know how this was going to shake out. Like I said, this scorecard, as you can see on your screen, was all over the place. But our judges pretty much uh, agreed, for the most part, on either Arc K or FBCG in most categories. There were a few exceptions, though, with GK garnering some support from Cynthia in the mystery battle category. She liked liking that approach. Um, to growth a little bit broader than just the fintech or tech focus, but growth uh, stocks that may be innovating in other areas of the market, other industry groups or sectors. So uh, GK, again, a nice mention there. And uh, as both of our judges indicated, GK is still a very young fund. It doesn't even have a one-year performance history. So we just have to wait and see how that plays out. And of course, uh, I'm sure we'll have some battle rematches for GK along with all of these funds. So let us know what you think about today's battle outcome. Which judge do you agree with? Who made the more convincing arguments? Post your thoughts below in our comment section. And again, a great job to both Cynthia and David for breaking it down for us. Well done. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Well, that does it for this round of ETF battles. Which battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your thoughts in our YouTube comment section or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. And if we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF Battles mug or T-shirt. Thanks for watching. I'm Ron Deleggi. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.